here to talk about the markets and how they're being affected by COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus, our own 640 Toronto personal finance expert, Rabina Ahmed-Hawk. Welcome to the show. Good to have you in studio live. Yeah, nice to be here. Okay, so the markets, we've seen a lot of losses. Is this a direct result of uh, COVID-19 around the globe? That's what uh, experts and economists are saying, that uh, we saw that the coronavirus, uh, the risk of it, was seemed to be slowing down. Talks were that China is containing it and that it's being dealt with. And then all of a sudden over the weekend, we find out that Italy, half of Italy is shut down, that we're seeing cases in places like Greece, Saudi Arabia, new cases here in Canada. Um, And that really is shaking the markets. We saw a thousand point loss on Monday, more triple digit losses on uh, Tuesday and uh, as well as yesterday. And today it's looking like the markets are lower as well. Um, Investors don't like uncertainty. And when there is a virus uh, spreading in a country like China, the warehouse of the world, there is concern that supplies won't be able to get out and that's going to affect businesses. What does it mean for the average investor right now? So if you're invested in the markets, uh, you might open your portfolio this morning and say, oh, wow, I'm down two, three percent. So if you have one hundred thousand dollars invested, that's two, three thousand dollars. So that's mm. nothing that that doesn't feel good. Right. Right. Um, but if you're invested for the long term, five, 10, 15 years, if this is your retirement savings and you're in your 40s, um, this is another event like the marijuana stocks that went up and down Bitcoin, the financial crisis, which is a much bigger event, of course. Um, If this is money that you need in the summer, um, I would be more concerned. Uh, I would actually be concerned why you still have money invested in the markets if you need it in the summer. But then that could immediately affect whatever plans you had in the summer because that money is going to be lower. Um, If you can, maybe if you have a financial advisor, call them, speak to them about what you should be doing um, and and take some of that money out if you do need it more in a a more immediate way. Uh, But if not, um, this is going in the markets fall when there is bad news. And this is exactly what's happening. Do you think a lot of people are going to look at this and get nervous and say, okay, well, this could be, you know, if it's declared a pandemic, this could have, you know, uh, it could be lasting. Should I take my money out and get into the housing market? Would it affect the housing market? Um, you know, okay, so th- th- it's interesting that you bring up the housing market. So um, Canadian bond uh, values have been falling. Uh, sorry, bond rates have been falling. Um, and that means that it's cheaper for banks to borrow money. So in some ways, it might be cheaper for us to borrow money in the future because five-year fixed rates can be lower when uh, bond rates are lower. If banks are able to borrow money for cheap, they can pass those uh, savings on to the consumer. Uh, so that could actually mean that the real estate market uh, actually gets a bit of a bump because if people mm. can borrow more money, they can spend a little bit more on that home purchase. Also, we have uh, the stress test being eased in April. So that, of course, is going to play into that, too. I wouldn't say that you should go and take all your money out of the market and all of a sudden buy real estate. That would be a very rash decision. Uh, right. Really, look at history. Last 10 years has been a bull market. So the markets have just been going up. That's what it means when it says bull market. Um, and now we're seeing that you know, after 10 years, normally we see some sort of recession, a slowdown. Uh, this could be the beginnings of it. If you're, again, invested for the long term, um, if you can stomach two, three years of maybe markets not being the way that they were for the last 10 years, uh, you should be okay. You know, COVID-19, uh, China obviously still uh, dealing with this. They're not at pandemic yet. They're still at out- outbreak stages. But uh, you mentioned that they are the warehouse of the world, China. Uh, how is this going to affect consumer behavior? Because we get so many of our, our products from China. Yeah, I mean, any store that you go into, the made in China uh 
label, uh, is label. Everywhere. that's right thank it's you. everywhere it's everywhere i mean we don't even look we don't even consider it to be unusual that i get excited is... when it's made in indonesia yeah exactly is that like, weird? Came, came like, from oh that's else. interesting or like some country you've never even heard of yeah um so yeah so not only is there that where there's you know there's a, a global supply chain that is affected when a place like china is not able to even let their workers out of their home so they can go to the places to make the things that we need um apple has already said that their production is slowed tesla says that their production is slowed i'm not so concerned about not getting a new iPhone or not being able to buy a $100,000 car. But there is some concern because a lot of medicines uh, that we uh, have here in Canada, the raw material comes from China. A lot of antibiotics that we take are made in China. Um, Right now, health officials are saying that there is no concern right now. We have lots of supply of that. Uh, But if this was to go on two, three, four, five months, how could that affect maybe uh, medical supplies getting to us? And on the medical um, note, Mm -hmm. uh, many of the gowns and the the, the, the the masks that nurses and doctors wear in hospitals are made in China. So two things are happening. One, they're not able to produce them at the same rate. And secondly, when they're arriving here, people are buying them because they think that that's going to help them uh, help them protect themselves from, um, from this uh, virus. I heard people are buying them and sending them back to the family members that they know in China. I mean, normally I would never buy a mask. Uh, but, you know, if people are buying masks, even if 10% of the population decides that they need to stock up on them, that's going to create a shortage in other places like hospitals where they use them at a for for legitimate purposes are we going to see uh prices of things rising i mean definitely when supply chains are disrupted and things are um, it's more difficult to get things out of certain places yes costs can go up when there's less of something and there's more demand for it the cost can go up for it um we definitely might see oil prices lower because oil prices around the world are falling uh, mostly because china is not uh consuming as much oil. They're one of the biggest consumers of oil and uh, they're not buying as much because people are not simply not moving around in that country. Uh, but when it comes to consumer goods, so groceries like frozen fish, nuts, um, even juices, I was reading that things like apple juice, we buy a lot of apple juice that's made in China. Uh, those prices may not go up, but we may, not, may, may see those, those products in shorter supply. The stock exchange, did that, it started in 1817, am I right on that? Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to, I mean, the, the stock exchanges are all around the world, they all started at different times, but I, I wouldn't know the exact date of when any certain Okay, well, the reason started. why They've been around for a long time. The reason why I asked that is the last time we had a major pandemic was what, um, was the stock exchange around and ticking, do we have any precedent? Yeah, I mean, that is an interesting way to... I mean, a lot of people are comparing this to the the financial meltdown of 2009. Um, there are some ways you can compare it. I mean, all of a sudden, uh, there is something happening globally that we cannot control. Uh, right. That's kind of what was happening in 2008, 2009. People were walking away from their homes and unable to pay their mortgages, which then created sort of a, a snowball effect on all other things. Uh, so the, we've been speaking for quite a few years now about how the market has just been going up, 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 and that, you know, there could be, uh, there has to be a point where um, it stabilizes or at least we see a downturn and this could be, uh, this could be the beginnings of it. If we're hearing that things are starting to fall, Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is when you want to get in if you have money. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you are following the advice of most uh, financial advisors, which is to be putting money in on a, you know, on a monthly basis and buying a little bit of whatever investment that you have, then you're going to be able to buy them on the highs and the lows. And over time, that's going to serve you better than trying to get out and get in when the markets are up and down, because nobody really can beat the markets. I mean, there's very few people that can do that. It's better just to stay the course. If you don't need that money for Five years, you really don't have much to be worried about. All right, and have we stopped using the R word? 
recession. recession. Oh, no, they're talking about recession a lot, especially in the United States, because um, things there are, uh, you know, like it is here in Canada. The economy has been doing well. Interest rates are still pretty low. And that's another problem is that because interest rates are so low, when when there is a recession, when the economy slows down, what the banks usually do, the central banks usually do is cut rates to get people spending again, which is what happened in 2009. Uh, there's not very much to cut at this point. So mm-hmm. there's not very much uh, that, that they would be able to do to get people spending more. Um, how much cheaper can money get? I mean, we're already sort of sitting at close to 3% for most mortgages. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, th- inevitably we are going to have a recession and this could be the beginning of it. All right. Rabina, thank you very much for yeah. that. Not so good news, but I appreciate <laughs> you being honest with us. Uh, Rabina Ahmed Hawk, 640 Toronto personal finance expert, live in studio. Good to have you in. Thank you. Thanks for being here.